0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Many years ago, I had to go see a doctor who was not my regular doctor. My appointment was for 1 o'clock in the afternoon, so I arrived at 1255. And I walk into this waiting room, and it is just jam-packed with people. And I'm thinking, it was 1 o'clock was my appointment. So, I thought, okay, I'll wait. And one more person came in after me. And at 1 o'clock, these people, they started taking them back to the exam rooms. And after about an hour, I was still sitting there. And the only person left was the guy who came in after me. So finally, I get my turn to go in there, and the doctor told me that I was supposed to come back in a week. And so I said, okay. And I go out, and there's absolutely nobody in the waiting room. Empty. And so the receptionist says, "Uh, you're supposed to come back next week. And I said, that's correct. And she said, 1 o'clock. And I said, how about 1.30? And she says, no, the doctor makes all of the appointments at 1 o'clock. And so when he finishes, then he can go home. I sighed. That's what we do once in a while, isn't it? That we sigh. We're confronted with situations and sometimes the only thing we can do We go through this pandemic that's been going on, which we thought for about two or three weeks, back there in March of 2020, and now it's been three or four years, hasn't it? It just seems that way anyway. And what can we do? We sigh. Watch the pictures on TV of Afghanistan refugees. And the chaos that was taking place in Kabul. And it's going on and all we can do is just sigh. We wear masks or don't wear masks. And the whole indecision of it all is leading us to just kind of sigh. Wildfires go on and on and on and on. And it seems like all we can do is sigh. In politics in Washington or Sacramento, and all you can do is sigh. We sigh because we're faced with difficulties. We're faced with problems. We're faced with situations that are not the way we would like them to be. We sigh because there just doesn't seem to be any end to the difficulties, whether it's our physical health or financial health, whether it's our situation at school or at work or whatever it is. We just don't seem to be able to figure it all out, and so we sigh. In the gospel reading for today, there's a little phrase in there said, Jesus sighed. He took the man who was deaf and had some form of speech impediment, and he takes him aside, and the Bible tells us that he sighed. He touched his tongue to let this man, who could not hear him say what Jesus was going to do, He touched his tongue and he touched his ears and put his fingers into his ears. And Jesus sighed. Jesus knew what he was going to do. And the Bible tells us he looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, "Ephatha," which means be open. Jesus sighed in all of that. I might have expected a prayer, or maybe even a shout of hallelujah, or, whoa, this is going to be cool. But that's not what Jesus did. It was a deep sigh. From the depth of his being comes this rush of air, which was a sigh. This is what God did. Jesus had here a sigh of sadness. A sigh of sadness because this man was not supposed to have ears that did not work. He was not supposed to have a tongue that caused him to have a speech impediment. And yet from the beginning of creation, things were not that way. We know and we read in Genesis 1 and 2 that when God finished the creation... Everything was perfect. perfect. And yet Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve brought evil into the world as they listened to the devil who was tempting them with this whole thing of saying, wouldn't it be really cool, Adam and Eve, if you knew good and evil? What had Adam and Eve only known prior to this? They had only known good, no evil. And so they say, oh, yeah, that would be good. I'd like to find out about this evil stuff. And they bring evil into the world. And from that time on, you and I are experiencing and have experienced the onslaught of what evil is to us. The imperfection that exists in us as individuals and in our world as well. When God created Adam and Eve, they were perfect. But from that time on, it hasn't been that way. And you and I experience all kinds of difficulties. And we can't just blame Adam and Eve either. Because because of that, you and I do the same kinds of sins. We covet and lust. We steal and hate. We dishonor and disobey. We don't put God first. And from that time on until now, all of us, all of us have been signed only hoping that somehow we can get back to the way it was in the garden where things were perfect. The Apostle Paul writes these words in Romans. For we know that all creation has been groaning, or sighing, as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And we believers also groan even though we have the Holy Spirit within us for a foretaste of future glory. For we long with our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. And we sigh. No matter how much we might want things to be different, they aren't. And we sigh. We don't know what else to do. We sigh because we would love to have it without the problems, without the difficulties. We would love to be the kind of people that don't lust and covet, who don't steal, who aren't honest. We would love to be those people, and yet we're not. When Jesus looked into the eyes of this victim who was unable to hear or speak clearly, the only thing he could do was sigh. It's as if in that sigh he was saying, this was not the way it was intended to be. Your ears weren't made to not hear. Your tongue was not made to speak with some sort of impediment. It was all that the perfect creator, Jesus Christ, could do. But he looked at the imperfection that was here because of sin. And all he could do finally was to sigh. Imagine what would happen if Jesus had not sighed. Had he not felt the burden that things were not the way they were supposed to be? Had he not understood how things were at creation and how they were now? Imagine if he would have just washed his hands from the whole situation and said, forget it, all things are gone. What kind of hope would you and I have had And the answer is none. Because Jesus sighed. And Jesus still groans for his people. He sighs for the day when things will be back the way they are, and there will be no need for sighs. Jesus sighs for the day when the way things were intended to be at the time of creation, are the way they are now again. Jesus went to the cross because that's what he had to do in order to bring hope to us that things are someday going to be different. He went to the cross to pay for the price that evil brought into the world and the evil that you and I continue to do today. He went to the cross because that's what it took for our sins to be forgiven. Jesus paid the price. Jesus paid the price so that our sins could be forgiven and we could have a good, great, perfect relationship with our God in heaven. He died so that when we die, We can go to heaven where everything will be perfect. Where there will be no deafness, no speech impediments, no COVID, no refugees, no broken relationships. So we can go to heaven where things will be the way God intended at creation. And in the meantime, In the meantime, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit who helps us in our weakness, Paul writes. We do not know what to pray. We do not know what to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless sighs." Let me think about that for a moment. When we sigh, when we just kind of throw up our hands and just, the Holy Spirit is taking our sigh and he's translating that into a prayer. We don't know how to pray for the things that we need, but the Holy Spirit does. And so the Holy Spirit prays in words that that we can't put together. And the Holy Spirit prays for us so that we can have the assurance that our God loves us and our God cares for us. The Holy Spirit is praying for us when we don't know what to say. And all we can do is sigh. And just like the deaf man, God knows our needs. He gives us the promise that one day, all who believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior will have everything returned to the perfection that God intended at creation. Dear Lord, come into our midst, we pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for the love that Jesus had for all your people and that he has for us. And that he sent his Holy Spirit that when all we can do is sigh, the Holy Spirit breaks that into a prayer heard by our Father in heaven. Dear Lord, thank you for your love for us. In your name we pray. And all God's children said, Amen.